0: And welcome to The Huddle. Liam Santa Maria back with you. Uh, We spoke with Mitch McCarron last week. If you haven't um, caught that, go back, check it out. It was a good chat. Um, You know what else is cool? The Spotify, uh, putting the video of these chats in with the podcast. So if you want the full video experience, they'll be on YouTube. Um, But if you want a little bit of both, you can check that out on Spotify. Today, we're staying with the Boomers Vibe. Will McDowell-White, the uh, point guard for the Breakers, of course, fresh off the Asia Cup and set for a big year uh, in the NBL. So sit back, relax. Up next, Will McDowell-White. Will, what's happening, Matt? Fresh off the practice floor. How are you going?
1: Good. I'm just finally happy to be back in Auckland with the boys and... Just, yeah, good to be back on the court again.
0: Finally happy to be back in Auckland. you're an Aussie. What are you doing playing for the Kiwis over there?
1: They just they just, they just sell the dream a little bit better. That's all.
0: <laughs> sell the dream. All right, we'll get into that. We're going to talk a little bit about free agency and, and re-signing with the breakers a little bit. But um mentioned being back in Auckland. What happened to your bags?
1: I guess Qantas just wanted to keep what was in them. Oh, no. but yeah. Only got I only got half of my stuff. So I'm kind of I'm working on one pair of socks. Oh no. You've got, no t- you got no tights. We've got hardly any shoes. I'm just I'm just winging it at this point.
0: Oh no. Uh don't shoot down the sponsors. I'm sure it was a smooth flight across. You just need to get that bag sorted.
1: Yeah, I'm have talked to talk uh, to big big Matt Walsh about that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh practice, first day out on the floor, back with with the breakers today. Um I saw some vision. Craig sent me vision of you out there. I Cam Glidden out there on the floor. What what does the first day of practice with Motti Mayor look like?
1: Uh just I had a little bit of weights before that. Um before on the court then um yeah got on the court a lot of uh pick and roll stuff trying to um you know upgrade from last couple of years on that um trying to work on rejecting screens into different finishes around the rim. You know, there's a lot of big bodies, especially this year, going around the league. Um, so trying to, you know, get, up, get the ball up and over them, over those big boys.
0: Nice, nice. Um, I feel like we're going to see a whole lot of you operating pick and roll this season. You're going to have fun with Derek Pardon and, and, the, and some, some teammates. i it's talk about having fun. Looks like you had uh, some fun over the past six weeks in the green and goal.
1: Yeah, no, that was um, experience of a lifetime. You know, not many get to do it. And uh, you know, I guess as a boomer going, you know, I think we overall I went nine and zero, so I still haven't lost yet, which is nice. <laughs> um, but it was just, I think it was just the group of boys we had, both in Melbourne and Jakarta. Um, they just made it so much fun, and you know, you could see we just loved to play for each other, and um, you know, it showed with a with a nice gold medal around our neck.
0: For sure, for sure. Got a little hairy down the stretch of that uh, that gold medal game.
1: Yeah, pro- I, I probably personally didn't have the best last minute of that game, but <laughs> we, still, we still pulled through.
0: Hey, chatting with Macca last week, I'm not sure if you caught any of it, but I asked him, like, who did you enjoy playing with on that squad? Um, and he said, Will that what? I enjoyed just sharing the backcourt with him, going back and forth. Was it yeah. uh, is the feeling
1: mutual? Oh, 100%. He was... If I had to put someone at the top, it was definitely Macca. You know, he, you know, got the veteran leadership, um, and he was he was really the one that got me going, uh, even in Melbourne as well, um, telling me to be, you know, all my life I've heard is just to be more aggressive, which can be, I guess, too much of a general, just a general statement. um, Whereas he was more direct and more pinpoint on where he wanted me to take shots, make reads, make plays. And, um, you know, he made my life a lot easier and everyone else, as you you could see.
0: Well, that's really interesting because that's a backcourt of two guys that can grab it and go. Um, And then, you know, like it's two guys that can play on or or off the ball. And it's two guys as well who do sometimes have that issue about being a little too selfless, you know, and not knowing when it's time to be aggressive so w- when he was talking specifically there about how he wanted you to to approach it well what kind of things was he talking about
1: first thing was this in transition uh, especially if i get a rebound just to um push it look to get on the rim um obviously you know if you're open to shoot the ball and you know there was times where he was just yelling at me to shoot it um you know when i didn't want to um <laughs> and yeah he was the one trying to put me in all the pick and rolls and making me be the decision maker and, you know, he can just um, play off closeouts and things like that. Um, but yeah, it was good to actually share the back with another guy like that. I think it made our game a lot more free-flowing, even though we weren't scoring a lot to begin with. Um, yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was just a lot easier with a guy like that.
0: Love that. I, I mentioned in my chat with Mac last week about how much I love his game. And that's, that's kind of part of why, because there's nothing like playing with a guy who you feel like wants you to succeed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I I mean, I I imagine there's an element of that, that you're saying, all right, I'm going to play a similar role on this breakers team this season. You're going to take some of that into this squad.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Yeah. Modi has been on me for that um, ever since the off season. And uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can just build more consistency with, that aggressive mindset instead of um, you know like last year having a couple of games and then falling off having another good two three game stretch and then falling off again it's just about building that consistency all year round
0: speaking about those couple of games Macca spoke about that one in Adelaide where he gave them the business in that first half you guys lost the game it crumbled away in the second half but that first half was something special and you know what what was cool was he said that's what was the quote he said that's the will that i know from brisbane the kid that was growing up that everyone was fascinated about and would go watch play i mean do you do you what was that time like when you were growing up in did you have a sense that there was like excitement about you as a prospect and that older guys from around the the game were coming to watch you play
1: um not really um you know, I've probably had a confidence problem my whole life, not you know, not even just with the pros. Um, growing up, I never thought I was the best player or I would go into games where I thought, oh, I might get shown up here today um, against guys who had no problem, had no business being on the court with me. Um, but honestly, yeah, once, I think I went to a Nationals and Maka was in the under-18s and I was the under-12s. And once I saw them, really coming to games and watching, I thought, okay, you know, that was the first time I was like, okay, it could be something. Um, but I've never really had that sense of uh, I could be an exciting prospect or I could be a good player in certain leagues. So, um, yeah, that's like I never knew that was a thing, to be honest.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so that that feeling, like, is, is that still a thing?
1: It was. Um, I honestly think after this boomers campaign, has changed a lot. Um, you know, especially you know, just especially Maca, but also in Melbourne when we had Delhi, um, he was on me the same way. Um, you know, Jack White, all these, all these guys who are now, you know now in the NBA are telling me to be the decision maker, the scorer, the most aggressive player on the team. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's it's changed the mindset a little bit, but now it's about building it even more and more for the season
0: so two seasons ago when you come into the breakers off the g league and in your fourth game you have a triple double right and the guys that were having triple doubles in the league at that time were guys you know Lamelo ball the season prior josh giddy that year after you so do you come out of a game like that sort of think i mean i I, you're not thinking all right well this is what i do now i'm a a triple double machine i'm gonna do this game in game out or is it more like
1: Damn, that went well. I remember in that moment I thought, like, oh, that's that's a pretty cool thing to do. Um, but yeah, I I never thought I was I never had the mindset of oh, well, I'm going to do it again, or I'm going to try do it again. I'm going to, you know, be a even a double double machine or something like that. Um, it was for me, it was just kind of a one game. I was like, okay, that's, it was just a good day, I guess. Um, guys, got to thank the other guys for hitting shots and for Colton for letting me grab some rebounds. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just kind of a, it was just a good day.
0: Damn. That's crazy because we come out of that game thinking he, he can do this on the regular. Yeah. Like if he just comes into the games with that kind of mindset and I'm sure Marty's saying exactly the same thing to you right now.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's talked my ear off about that stuff. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he's thrown some numbers at me that I should be getting this year and, I, I, you know, personally, I've always thought it's, you know, something I could never do. Um, But like I said before, with this boomers campaign, I think it's something that's realistic and I can, you know, I can do.
0: Do you have the keys for New Zealand this season?
1: From what I've heard, I do. What
0: does that feel Um, like?
1: It was, I was a little nervous at the start, but now I think I'm just ready to take it on. just if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down fighting.
0: <laughs> Love it. That so is. Love it. Hey, um, we'll circle back a little bit to that, to the breakers and the and the season ahead and, and what you what you've got and what you want to get done. Let's just stick though a little bit to like that that experience of growing up and, and playing ball. Um you your family, like your brothers. Um, I had I grew up as as one of three brothers playing ball in the backyard. I mean, um, what was that experience like for you?
1: Uh, it was a lot of beatdowns on my end. Um, yeah, I coughed it pretty hard from, from my older brother, Daryl. But it was, it's, it's just really cool because there's so many of us. We can go out there and we can play like four on four, three on three. Um, you, know, you know, even now that the younger ones are getting older and, you know, Kobe's about to finish high school, they can, they can sort of hang with us a little bit. So it makes it more uh, more intriguing. Um, but yeah, those were the best. Those are like, you know, as everyone knows, those are the best one-on-one battles you'll ever have. Like, there's nothing like it. And, you know, we don't get to do it much anymore. Uh, most of it because I'm never home. And, um, you know, my brother, uh, he's got a, a little kid now. And um, so, you know, I, I, I miss the days. But, you know, hopefully we can get back to them soon.
0: Um. I, I could remember playing my older brother and getting to a point where I had a shot, like I had a shot to win and thinking in my head, if this goes down, I better get out of here quick. Oh
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's what, yeah. I knew something was going to happen if I won. <laughs> so there were a lot of times where I was, you know, it'd be close. Like, okay. You win just so I don't go inside with a black eye or a broken bone somewhere.
0: For real. For real. Um, what about your old man? Did he get out there and, and hoop with you because I um I went on a, a a tour in in the territory with your with your dad years and years ago. It would be almost okay. twenty years ago now, and we we played in one of the communities. There was a court late night. It was like yeah. us that were there in town versus the ballers of that community, and it was yeah. lob city with your dad. He would just go oh. up and get it. Oh,
1: of course. Yeah, no, he can um. He can still get the rim. He can still grab the rim. He's even after a, I think maybe three knee constructions. He's so he's still you know he's still athletic. But yeah, no weird. He'd be out there all the time. I remember there was one time in uh in Darwin, went to visit my my mum's parents, and we were, it was just me and him at the back, and we played four quarters. It was you know first to twenty one is a, is a quarter, right? And I think I beat him. Uh, 84 82, on a on a game-winning three, and I haven't played him since. Oh, that's I, it. I, I, I left it at that. I was like, because I think I was only about twelve at the time, something like that. So I, I was like, I may never beat him until until it's too late, till he can't <laughs> walk. So I left it at that. Did uh,
0: how did he handle it?
1: Not good. Didn't didn't uh, didn't speak to me for a while. Um, mainly probably because I kept reminding him about it. Um, but yeah, that's the one and only time I'll ever beat him. Never nice. beat him.
0: Never play again. I like it. Um, K- Kobe's a baller, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially their yeah, last year had a monster year in NBA one. Uh, yeah. This year hasn't been um the same. You I know, mean, a bit of that is probably their team isn't that great. Um, but yeah, has a has a he has a strap on him. Can shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. Um. Just you know, the one big thing on him is his height, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he how, how he does. I don't know. I'm not sure what he wants, what he wants to do after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even talked about bringing him over here just to practice with us and then get around some grown men. Should be good for him. Um, but yeah, not sure. He might go overseas. Might go to school. Might not. Um, but yeah, it's, it's his world.
0: And uh, it's his world.
1: How,
0: how, how was that experience? Was it maybe a year ago more when? you, Kobe, and, and Daryl Jr. played together for Red City?
1: Yeah, no, that was cool because the year before in the, when COVID first broke out, Kobe, uh, he played for Spartans while me and Daryl played for Red City. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was really cool. And the, I think the coolest thing was that our first game of us three playing together was Indigenous Round, mm-hmm. which is you know, obviously a big thing for us. And, um, yeah, we got a nice win against um, someone. And, you yeah, know, it was cool to make the debut Fast three on Indigenous Round, representing our people and the culture and things. So it was really cool.
0: For sure. That is cool. Um, you got, when you came back to the league a, a few years ago, we, we all started re- reflecting on when you were in the league prior to that, when you splashed in, yeah. in the 1617 uh, Sydney Kings, Andrew Gaze yeah. at the helm, man, that was a cast of characters. Greg Whittington, Josh Powell, that was that Steve Blake uh, squad. Yeah. I mean, what was that group like on and off the floor?
1: Probably not the best group as an 18-year-old to come into. It was just a lot of different personalities. Um, I tried to hang around uh, Kev, Kev Lish and, and, and Kadee, especially on the court. Um, off the court, spent a lot of time with Greg, which is probably not a good thing <laughs> um but yeah it was just there was just too many different characters there it was um yeah it was honestly it was pretty bizarre but um you know and then having julie there the character that he is with copes as well um yeah it was interesting it was interesting for sure
0: there was um I'm, I, there was some, some ish that went down in in that locker room at one point am i correct
1: yeah. Oh, I don't think I was there at the time, but I heard, um, from what I heard, there was, a, there was a good square up in the locker room after a particular game. Square up. Yeah. I won't, I won't go into the details, but there was something going on. Wow.
0: Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to probe the great man. I'm going to have yeah. to probe the goat uh, <laughs> at that point. Um, at some stage. Hey, Germany or the G League? Which one was better for your game?
1: Germany, yeah. By far, by far, I think yeah, the G leagues. I like to call it pick up with refs, <laughs> which is yeah, it's just a, uh, yeah, I think it's just a lot of guys trying to get numbers and get call ups, which is yeah. you know, not good for certain guys. And you know, in in Europe, you you play the right way or you're gone. So that was yeah, it, that's easy, easy choice.
0: Let's talk about the Breakers squad. What do you think of the, the group that you've got to get? Firstly, you're gonna be playing. In New Zealand, like you've been part of the Breakers for two years, and you barely put <laughs> step foot in Auckland, which is unbelievable. So there's that element of it, and then also the squad that 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 Motti and, and co have put together.
1: You know, I think Mo's done a good job, a really good job, actually. Um, you know, I think we've got a versatile lineup, a lot of guys who can play different positions, a lot of guys who can play on and off the ball, off the ball. You know, someone like you know Jarrell Branley can really Help us at that four spot and you know we know what derek parting can do especially in pick and roll um that's gonna be a fun fun little duo i'm hoping um yeah and, there was, and then and surrounding us with shooters is gonna be is gonna be a lot of fun and i was talking to glizzo uh, um you know throughout the boomers campaign even today I was like man, it's gonna be a lot of fun just spraying that ball to you for sure wherever you are and just gonna kind of knock it down um and i and I think the best part about is we got a lot of guys were just going kind to of come in and play hard, which is probably what what we lacked um, definitely last year. I think we were just too nice. Um, I guess we, we kind of used our excuse of not being home too much and we kind of fell in love with um, falling back on that. Whereas you know, this year, we look at it as though we don't have an excuse. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've got home games. We're going to be at home. You know, we are gone on a road trip. We're coming back home. Um, so, uh, it's going to be a good, you know, it's going to be a fun year and you know, we're going to get up and down. We're going to play hard, fast and, um, see how it goes.
0: That's a big one for sure. What you said there, we're going on a road trip, but we're coming back home. That's what I've been saying the last couple of years with you guys is you, you never had that circuit breaker game. No. When you go two games in a row on the road, you lose, you're on a losing streak, but you got a home game. Crowd goes nuts in the third quarter as you go on a run and you can just break the circuit. You're going to have that this season.
1: Yeah, no, it's gonna be yeah. I, I've been thinking about that first game at Spark, and I think we might throw six turnovers in the first two minutes because we're that excited. <laughs> like it's it, Don't it, do it, that. It, it, it might be it might be a rough first few minutes because we'll just be full of energy and ready to go. The crowd, yeah. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um
0: you're just talking about the squad there. Kick kick aheads to Brantley. You pick and roll with Pardon and you're gonna have an import wing there that, that's not yet announced that can catch and yep. shoot. When you're sharing the backcourt with Izzy, he can catch and shoot Glenn yep. Abercrombie. Mate, it's it's triple doubles.
1: Yeah, it should it should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> I think so. It should be. Especially, yeah. I think I think I think the assists are gonna come pretty easily. Just hopefully Derek and Jarrell, Tommy V can, you know, lend me some boards at the end of the day, so I can get some. But, you know, it's going to be, yeah. Ho- hopefully, you can have more than one this year. Um, the free
0: agency. Perth came for you. Brisbane came for you. You had options on the table. You were one of the big names in free agency. Teams around the league can see that you are, like, set to, to take a leap and, and go on a bit of a journey. I mean, did you yeah. take the time... To look closely at all of those other options.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we definitely did. Um, I think Brisbane Brisbane came on as soon as I got home. Um, they didn't let me take a day off at all. Um, so yeah, I sat down with Sammy Max, sat down with Kadee and Sobe. Um Honestly, they were like every option I had was that they, they, they were all great. They were all great options. I think the one thing we were looking for is just a place where I'm going to take the next step. Where I'm going to be, you know, the guy in a sense to you know take over the team and run this, run this, run this organization. And you know, now you look at the signings that Brisbane have had, and it's like you know maybe that's not going to be the spot. You know, Perth came very, it, you know, it really came down to Perth and New Zealand. Um, you know, Perth with Bryce, and they will probably get another import that'll be really good. And just not sure if that's the one we want to do. Um, you know, Adelaide came as well a little bit. Um, but yeah, New Zealand was just a spot where, um, I knew this was where I was going to be able to take the next step and then set myself up for the rest, for the rest of the career. Um, so yeah, you no, know, it came down close to a lot, but at the end of the day, when you look back at it, it was, it was an easy decision.
0: Hmm. Um, did the hometown element come, come into it?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I, I do like to play away from home. Um. Yeah, I Just feel more comfortable doing that, and um, you know, might, might do that at a later stage, but just right now, want to be uncomfortable being, being away from everybody, just want to have my own space, and you know, I hope you know, that'll take care of itself.
0: I'm talking about taking your game to the next level. It, I was still looking into you know, I was looking at your numbers and whatnot, like, um. Yes, yeah, so in fact let's talk about that for a sec because you took a leap last season with your shooting. 20 you went from 28% from 3 to yeah. around 37% yeah. on the year and you had some you had some big games knocking down shots so you were shooting the ball with confidence. You just you had 4 of 7 from 3 in that semi-final at the Asia Cup against yeah. New Zealand. I mean it's. Yeah. this is the case for a lot of players but I feel like it's certainly the case with you. That's that's an area that I feel like that just unlocks your game at the offensive end. Is you feeling good with your stroke right now?
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, if that started last preseason with Modi. We shot so many shots that even to this day, I've still got some shoulder problems. <laughs> we shots, we would shoot every single day, just hundreds of shots every day before practice, after practice. Um, you know, even during the season as well. Um, but yeah, it just all those shots just made it so much easier. Like I wasn't even thinking when I was shooting. Whereas past years, I would be in the air and I'm like, "Well, oh, should I pass this ball? Should I pass this ball? Or right. is someone open?" Whereas like this year, was like, "If I'm up, it's going up." Right. And a lot of the time, I thought it's going in, huh. even though maybe it didn't. But yeah, it was just it was, it was so many reps with Modi last year and a lot of it came, some of it came down to footwork as well we got a footwork now that um just feels comfortable feels right and it's just easier to you know get some elevation on the shot makes it easier on my upper body feels it feels effortless that's the big thing we've preached is make the shot feel effortless right now it does and it's been going in
0: dude it's so interesting to hear you talk there about like what what's going on in your mind in that moment, because, you know, we talk about how much of the game is played from the sh- shoulders up. I'm i um, I'm a big John Wooden guy. I don't know if you know yeah. much about John Wooden back, I got all the John <laughs> Wooden books back here, right? But one of his, his like um, definition of success is not about like the outcome. It's about, it's something along the lines of the peace of mind that comes from knowing you've done everything in your power to be the best that you can be. And I feel like that's what you're talking about there. You put in all those hours and all those reps in that moment, you've just got peace of mind of shooting that ball yep. and you're not second yeah. guessing it.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that was just, yeah. Like I have to give that all to Modi. He was to the point where he would just yell at me on the phone. If I messed up a footwork, I'm like, God, I can't just mess up one time. Like, every time has to be perfect. has to be the same. And you know, it's, it's obviously paid off and it's feeling good. Um,
0: <clears throat> you're only
1: 24. That
0: that that shocks me. It just you're just one of those guys that, if for people who have watched the NBL or watched Australian basketball for years, just it just feels like I just thought you were like 27. 20. I watched you at the yeah. summer league like three or four years ago. Yeah, you know, like a guy like Bull Qual comes into the league. He was Rookie of the Year last year. You're like a year younger than him. Um, so. You're in this perfect space right now, ready to sort of take a leap with your game. And and you've spoken about that. And that's a big reason why you kind of signed back with the Breakers and what you're working towards. So obviously the team goal is to win the championship, right? Is to to reconnect with the Breakers fan base back in Auckland and and have a bounce back year and ultimately win the title. But what for you personally are you
1: trying to get done this year? Oh, I know Modi's me and Mo have talked about certain numbers we want to hit. Um, you know, we want to hit this kind of the 16, eight, eight kind of line. Um, for me, I just, well, the, the coolest thing to be would probably to be the most improved. Cause I, I know how much I now know how much I have left and how much there is more to come. And, you know, right now we're just trying to unlock the next layer and then the next layer and, You know, it kind of scares me how good those next layers can make me. But I think a most improved player will just—it would give me, like we said before, peace of mind that everything we've done has worked. And now, and it's just going to be satisfying to know that you know there's not much left to do after this year, as far as game. You know, if there's another layer to unlock it's only a little bit, that would, be, um, that would be satisfying for me.
0: Awesome, man. Well, we can't wait to watch it take place. And um, rest assured, despite the fact that you're playing across the ditch, you've got a lot, <laughs> a lot of support back here. We love watching you play and um, keep up the hard work in preparation to try to make all of that a reality. And, and thanks heaps for the chat.
1: Yeah, no, no problem. This was fun. Just do it again. Cheers, man. Thanks, Liam.